Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Saturday, July 16, 2022. Our bit today comes from Luke 18, 27, which says, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. And then it was Saturday, our lazy day. And boy, oh boy, did I ever feel like being lazy all day long. Uh, And in keeping with that feeling, though I was already late waking up, I nevertheless lay there in bed awake, thinking all sorts of delicious lazy thoughts. But then, as always, reality intruded. It burst my lazy bubble telling me that the Lord's work needed to be done and I needed to get my lazy self up and about to do it. <laughs> Brother, no rest for the wicked nor the righteous, no? And I muttered an insincere, thank you for the reminder, Lord. <laughs> so, as we do on Saturdays, let's see what interesting quotes our friend Anselm sent us this past week as he aspires to inspire us for a better tomorrow. And the first one says, positive thinking is more than just a tagline. It changes the way we behave. And I firmly believe that when I'm positive, it not only makes me better, but it also makes those around me better. Yes, that's quite true. But we can't just talk positive thinking. No, like everything else, we must put it into action for it to bear fruit. And when we do that, it not only makes us better, but also rubs off on those we encounter. However, let me make one proviso here. Positive thinking, as the world proposes, can't make miraculous changes to your life. Oh yes, it will help you some. But the real test comes when your positive mindset includes Jesus. Oh, glory be my people. When Jesus is actively in our lives, miracles happen all around us all the time. We become doers of seemingly impossible stuff. Because, as he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. And once you believe that, even if your faith is only as big as a small grain of mustard seed. You too can do, can move mountains. You can do miracles. And you can find that in Matthew 17, 20. So it's not simply positive thinking. We need to improve our lives and situations. But more importantly, strong belief in Jesus and the fact that all things are possible through and with him. As Paul said so confidently to the Philippians, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And we know that comes from Philippians 4.13. And that's the glorious truth, my faithful brethren. We can do anything that Jesus wants us to do because he empowers us to do whatever he desires of us. That brings us to this next quote that's in a similar vein to the first one. It tells us that an attitude of positive expectation is the mark of the superior personality. Now, in the world that might be true, 
to a certain extent. But as we just saw, mere positive thinking doesn't move mountains. It's only when Jesus is involved in that positive mindset that things truly begin to happen. And then with Jesus, we never have issues of superiority. For, as he says, I am meek and lowly in heart. That's gentle and humble. And you know that comes from Matthew eleven twenty nine. It means we don't think we are better than anybody else. So we won't say we have a superior, superior personality. But possibly more wisdom. We are wiser than most because we have the good sense to choose Jesus above all the foolish, perishable trappings of the world. Now, isn't it just wonderful to have Jesus in our lives? Eh? It certainly is, for it enables us more than the unbelievers to handle the next code too, which says, what is the difference between an obstacle and an opportunity? And the answer is, our attitude toward it, because every opportunity has a difficulty and every difficulty has an opportunity. Yes, friends, our attitude towards life in general and our individual circumstances in particular is what sets us apart from the unsuccessful throng or multitude. As the quote so truly specifies, every opportunity has a difficulty. And every difficulty has an opportunity. And do we ever know about that? For though simple opportunities may seem to abound, every one of them will present some difficulty at some stage of the game. It very seldom ever runs smoothly all the way through. And it's only when we have the belly and backbone that comes from knowing Jesus that we can fight through those difficulties those difficulties and not give up. Likewise, in most difficult situations, there is usually an excellent opportunity for us to get hold of and pursue to a successful end. But there again, we need the perspicacity, the insight, the shrewdness inspired by a walk with Jesus to discern those fruitful opportunities within those difficult situations. <laughs> and purposefully go after them. Oh, my people, what we, would we do without Jesus? Eh? I don't know. Nah. <laughs> and all of it culminates in this last quote, which advises us to cultivate an optimistic mind. Use your imagination. Always consider alternatives and dare to believe that you can make possible what others think is impossible. Now, all of that is obviously good advice, whether or not you believe in Jesus. But the crowning glory of it all is that when you sincerely believe in Jesus, then you can indeed make those things that others think impossible, make them possible. Because all things are possible to and through him. And please, friends, don't think that Jesus isn't all for positive thinking and optimism, because he is. He's the most positive thinker and greatest optimist that ever lived. Just check out these facts about him now. Who else would think that his dying, his shed blood, 
could pay for all the sins of mankind eh? from beginning to end. He had to be a powerful, positive thinker and optimist. And likewise, who else but a major optimist and positive thinker would think to only leave a dozen mostly uneducated men to evangelize the whole world? Eh? And that's exactly what Jesus did. And look at how far we've come in doing that. Most of the known world now know about Jesus and the number of those who don't know him are getting fewer each day with the marvelous advances we've recently had in communication technology. And neither should we forget that in Jesus's vocabulary and kingdom, the words quit, give up, and can't do don't exist and never will. Now, let's go out in the cruel, evil, and ungodly world and just live for him now. Because he's not, he not only died for us to wash and make us clean from our abominable sins, but he also rose for us so that we too could rise again on the last day and be with him in heaven where he is right now, sitting at the Father's right hand, advocating on our behalf. Oh, my fellow saints, all that Jesus has done and is still doing is strictly for our benefit. So please, please, let's remember that now and show some gratitude by sincerely living for him. Much love. And the postscript for today says, if there is only one word and or thought that should guide our lives, it's Jesus. And you better believe that, friends. It's the most important word in the world, Jesus. Because if you don't have it, if you don't believe him, then crap will smoke your pipe. It's all over with you by the shouting. So please, let's wake up and come to understand that Jesus is it. He's the most important thing on the face of this earth and also in heaven. And let's get serious and start living for him. And we pray this in his most mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.